0: Mentorship, leadership, coaching—right now,
1: it's the coaching podcast with Matt Marvin and Tom Tony.
0: So I find myself again and again, Matt. I don't know if do you remember the Incredibles, the movie, The Incredibles? Oh yeah, right. So the bad guy starts talking a lot. Yeah, he's he's,
1: he goes into this monologue. Monologue. He's monologuing. Yeah, right. There's the whole
0: thing. He's monologuing. Yeah. I find myself monologuing a lot as I'm coaching. And it's interesting because I'm really working hard to sort of break out of that. I think it's an, an innate part of who I am to explain a concept, right? I get excited yeah. about the concept, and I want to, I want to really drive it home. And it's it's hard for me sometimes to gear back and be more inclusive in the conversation. I find that sometimes it's almost frustrating if I'm just being really honest and transparent to feel like I've got to wait for everyone to sort of. <laughs> you know, to, to draw it out up. of them versus just yeah. saying, Oh, here it is. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, have you ever experienced that? It's just like you get on a stump speech almost. And it's like 15 minutes later. I'm like, Oh man, that's right. There's a room full of people here.
1: <laughs> totally. And I, I got to tell you, you know, if, if you ever do any coaching, you will find yourself at some point, doing that very same thing monologuing that's exactly right and you know i have certainly skinned my knees and scraped my elbows (laughs) along the journey of being a coach having done that where i find myself going man i I literally have my metacognition that's the voices that talk you know that Mm, we hear in our head the metacognition i literally hear the voices going just shut up (laughs) will you please right and something i did i i had to discover at some point, it was just so evident was if they're not engaging in the dialogue, it doesn't matter how brilliant the monologue is. Wow! They will not receive it. They, 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 it'll be so much harder for them to take it in. So I found myself always making sure that if I had a point was how do I engage them in the process? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Can you, do you have a time machine? (laughs) Because, I would love for you to rewind to our first childhood birth and tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But How many times as a parent did I stand in the kitchen? And <laughs> 45 minutes later, it's like those poor kids. You're not alone. The I'm, stuff they had to put up with. You're not
1: alone. Uh, I can certainly relate to that. And again, one of the things that I noticed for me, especially when I'm coaching in the workplace is, re, you know, getting to behavioral change is crucial, mm. right? Yeah, so important. And ultimately, I, I truly believe that clarity is the key. Yeah, it's clarity is what causes someone to have an epiphany. Mm. Clarity is what causes someone to say, "Wow, I never thought about it like that before." Yeah, and I would find myself, like you said, in these lengthy monologues, <laughs> carrying on, and later discovering that had zero to no impact. Yes, but. I noticed there was a big change when I would truly in the process of the monologue yeah. is to create a dialogue to simply ask them questions. So if I found myself going somewhere, I would ask instead of tell, yeah. I would say, have you ever seen a situation where, yeah. and I would let them dialogue and share back and forth. And
0: Man, I get the pictures you're talking about <laughs> that of being a climber on the side of a mountain and losing the grip. And you're sliding down the side of the mountain, right? (laughs) And as you're sliding, so they grab their pick or whatever they have with them and they plunge it into the side of the mountain. And that motion, and I'm not a climber, but I remember hearing this once, that motion is called arresting, Mm. right? They're arresting their fall. Yeah. How do you arrest your fall when you find yourself plummeting down the side of the monologue mountain? (laughs) (laughs) Breakneck speeds and. (laughs) <laughs> around You're fading into the distance yes. and you're like, here I am. What do I do? How do you arrest yourself and get back into the inclusive dialogue?
1: Yes. And a couple of the podcasts that we've had before, we talked about a couple of things that I think personally could help. And let's be clear here. When I say this, I'm learning as I'm speaking. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, I think one of those is being self-aware, mm. right. You know, really paying attention to what's happening yeah. because if the monologue is about me, already i'm trudging in, the wrong place, in so. i'm trudging down the wrong path um, the second thing i think for me is you know paying attention to what's happening around and noticing what's going on i can't tell you how many times i saw a literal glaze over the eyes where I, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm having this monologue oh. and I look up and I go, yep, I not only have lost them, I lost them 10 minutes ago, and they are down for the count. Absolutely. And, and so I think a key to that is a trigger to remind you to ask again, I think the best easiest way is to ask a question right? Yes. So if you find yourself in a monologue, you know, it kind of reminds me of, and you're in the middle of this monologue, monologue and the ability to go, it kind of reminds me of a time when, when we went climbing and I stop and go, have you ever gone climbing before? Have you ever, mm. have you ever gone camping? And yes. I stop, and I literally let them answer. Yeah. And they go, yeah. When was that for you? I'll get back to my monologue yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> at some point, I know where but I, am. I have to engage them. If I don't,
0: this happened to Lights me today. Out. I mean, you're, it's like I was, I'm, I'm in a training session, right? And, uh, am <laughs> um, somebody had asked a question and immediately I went to the answer and it, you go into some neuroscience information, talking about how the brain works and how we respond in certain situations and what that does for us emotionally and how that yeah. becomes contagious. Right. And, I'm at the flip chart and I'm writing these, I'm drawing these pictures out and I'm explaining how these things work. And it's very appropriate. Yeah. The person that asked the question after they asked the question had to leave the room, they got a <laughs> call and had to leave the room. Uh, yes. So nobody else in the room asked the question. I yeah. don't even know if they're interested in the answer. Right. Yes. But I'm answering because this is like, let's roll. I'm on a roll here. I'm plummeting down monologue mountain <laughs> and I turn around <laughs> And I turn around, and I look, and literally, I think a couple people were falling asleep. Yeah. And I said to them out loud, I said, is this resonating with anybody? Yes. Great question. <laughs> and nobody answered the question. It was like, no. Yes. It's really not. This is good for you. <laughs> for me, right? As the right. monologuer, this is great for you. You're having fun, but yeah. we're not really getting much out of it. Oh, this. it's
1: so hard, too. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I teach a Tomorrow master's I program at one of the universities. And we had a session at an area in Cincinnati called Camp Joy. The first session was there, so we didn't have our traditional classroom Mm. to cover a chunk of material. And even though I gave the heads up that our next class was going to be a lot of content, and they said, we're all in. We had so much fun at Camp Joy. (laughs) We're okay with it. I want you to know that at about 3 o'clock on day two, we're in the weekend too, I should say. And we're in this classroom. I look up and you know that moment when, yeah, I know some people check out, but you know that moment when you see the person who's most engaged check out yes and you go, uh Oh, like it's, I'm not a little down this path. I'm way down this path. And it's also worse when you're like midway through the concept. Yes, and you're like, well, I can't stop now. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, got to keep going. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's
0: hard. It's hard finding a way to arrest ourselves in that moment to slow down, right? Because if you think about the descent down Monologue Mountain, even when you plunge your uh, that that sickle into the side of the mountain to slow your it's not immediate. Right. There's there's a slowdown, but right. the sooner we can realize, okay. I got to come out of this. Let me me return to inclusiveness. Let me return to questions. And to your point, I've experienced that across the board, whether that's with my own children, in a student situation, in a corporate setting, that when I've I've come back to that inclusive conversation where I'm asking the questions and drawing them in, as we've talked about in other episodes of tethering, to things that are passions of theirs, it changes the game. And now we know maybe some ways that we can kind of right the path, slow ourselves down, get back on track.